Hello and welcome back. Today we chat with Deanna Nicholson, our board vice president. Deanna is the owner of a local vegan bakery, a home gardener, and supporter of encouraging others on their green journey. I've known Deanna a good portion of our lives, and it's really cool to see the journey that we've both taken to get here together today. I personally am honored to have her as part of the organization, a friend, and a colleague. She really has so much to teach and to offer, and I'm looking forward to all of that here with Love the Green Life in the future. Deanna's family transitioned to a vegan lifestyle almost six years ago. They started for health reasons, but then learned more about the ethical aspect. They're raising three kids, 16, 8, and 2, and are excited to help produce the next generation of green individuals. Because of the kids, Deanna founded Kind Cakes, a vegan bakery out of Cuyahoga Falls. Her drive for doing so was that she didn't want them to feel left out at birthday parties or school functions. She also wanted to show that these celebrations can still be enjoyed with vegan ingredients. We chat with her a lot about her vegan bakery today, and you can check her out at kind-cakes.com or on Facebook at Kind Cakes by Deanna or Instagram at kind underscore cakes. All of those links are right here in the show notes, so check her out. Ready, green team? Let's get started. Hi, I'm Jess Taylor. And I'm Natalie Ringeis. And we love the green life. Welcome to our podcast. We are both teachers, mamas, nature lovers, and passionate about changing the world we live in and helping to save the planet by inspiring others. Join us as we discuss practical ways to live a more sustainable, healthy, and green life for you, your family, and even your fur babies. Love the Green Life is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that promotes cruelty-free, chemical-free, and compassionate living. You can learn more about us and what we do at lovethegreenlife.org and on Facebook and Instagram at lovethegreenlife.org. Are you ready to take the next step in your green journey? Well, you are in luck because we have officially relaunched our plant power program and we are so ready to work with you. Whether you are somebody who wants to cut out harmful chemicals from your food and need help understanding ingredients and labels, or you're just wanting help in reaching your goals, breaking some habits, and even if you are already on an alternative diet like being a vegan or gluten-free, dairy-free, any of those things, and you just need some help with meal planning and navigating some social aspects. This program is for everyone. It's a 13-week lifestyle program. It is not a weight loss program or a nutrition course. It's not designed to turn you into a vegan. It is a program designed to help you live a better, healthier, and greener life and eat cleaner with some more veggies in it. We do this in a way that makes sense for busy families and to fit into your daily life to help you succeed at it. We have added some great features to our program. We're so excited about this relaunch. You will get all 13 modules with weekly doable action steps, community support, bi-weekly Q&A office hours where you get to ask us any questions you have and you can get the help and support that you need on what you specifically have going on in your life. 
You will also get two one-on-one calls with us so we can support you with your specific goals. In Plant Power, you will be meal planning like a pro. You'll be setting goals and changing habits, shopping smarter, learning about healthy swaps, and getting some great recipes for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks too. We are so excited to say that Plant Power is now up and accepting new members. It truly is an honor to be able to go on this journey with you. To learn more about Plant Power, apply and sign up, head to lovethegreenlife.org slash plantpower for all the details. And make sure if you are not already on our email list to head to lovethegreenlife.org and get on our email list. This way you will have up-to-date information as we roll out more. And you'll even get a plant-based journey guide just for signing up for our email list. We are so looking forward to working with you and helping you truly love the green life. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Today, we have Deanna here with us. She is the vice president of our nonprofit, and she is also the owner of Kind Cakes, Vegan Cupcakes, and we are so excited to have her here today to share about that. We've talked actually a lot, Deanna, about your cupcakes and your business and you, so I personally am so excited that you're here. Just today, I was thinking about how long I've known you for. And I figured it out and I've known you for 26 years. That's a long time. <laughs> Isn't that insane? I know it's hard to believe when we're only like 25, right? Right. <laughs> How that works. I know. You are the one member on here that I've known pretty much my whole life. And I just think it's really cool how meeting as junior high kids, <laughs> like who would have thought that we'd be here today doing this? Right. It's right. so it's crazy how things work out. I am just very grateful that you're here and that you're a part of this. And I have so many more ideas of things for us to do in the future. And I just can't wait for it. Thank Welcome. You. I'm very excited to be here also. Yeah, I was thinking about that as well. We've been a long time, 26 years. <laughs> that that's crazy. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to chime in and say hello. I'm a little bit under the weather, so I apologize for the really scratchy voice today. I'm going to do my best. I'm really happy to talk to Deanna today and get some really good insight because I think she is super talented and <laughs> I think she's also a really great mom and she's so chill. So I know everybody is going to really enjoy this episode and talking to her. Oh, thank you. So jumping in, let's start with why you wanted to get involved with Love the Green Life when I came to you and said I was starting this and I wanted you to be a part of it. Well, it was very interesting, I guess you could say at first. When we started our vegan journey, I didn't have, I think I messaged you actually on Facebook questions here or there. I think kind of think that's how we reconnected on Facebook, but there wasn't a lot of support, I guess maybe is the right word I'm looking for. So being part of something that can help other people who maybe don't know where to start, whether it's being vegan or having a smaller footprint overall, just being a person or a part of something that can help other people on their journey. That's really important to me. Me too. I mean, that was really my main mission in starting this nonprofit was to be able to help people because I did have so many people coming to me just like you with questions of, you know, I want to do this. I still do, you know, especially now that people know we do this 
even more so, but asking questions about being a vegetarian or a vegan, or even, you know, questions of composting or things like that, that they don't really know where those resources are. And we're really lucky in the time we live in that it's much easier now than it has been at any other point in history. So I just want to be a part of that. And of course, you know, talking with you, you were somebody who was perfect to be a part of this as well. So you started your vegan journey with already having children. So tell me about that. So, yeah, so we have three kids and it's exciting because they're each different in their vegan journey. So I have a 16 year old. So everything at home is vegan. Like we only cook vegan, but when he's at school or out with his friends, he doesn't always eat vegan. And I let him make that choice. I don't Mm -hmm. feel that is something that I want to punish him for or be like a drill sergeant with. He knows why we, we eat the way we eat at home, but I also want him to be his own person. And then my middle one, he is eight. So he remembers life at home before we ate vegan, but he understands why. And we're raising him to be more compassionate. So he knows that when we have chicken nuggets, they're not chicken. In the beginning, he he would ask, you know, are these chicken? Are they pretend chicken? Is this cheese? Pretend cheese. But now like our vocab has even changed with him. And like, when we go out, he only eats vegan. Like he, if we're out at someone's house and they offer him a snack, the first thing he asks, you know, is it okay? I think he might've even asked you when we were at the park, I feel like you offered him something and I can't remember. And he kind of looked at me. I'm like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's that. And then the baby, well, I guess she's not a baby. She just turned two. Mm-hmm. Like she only knows mm-hmm. she'll never understand that like people or she'll understand that people eat animals, but like, it's not nothing that we do here. Right. Like she's being raised completely vegan. So it's different with each of them. Like our journey is just, it's just different with each of them. It's exciting to see how like Gabe will grow up and how he'll view different things compared to how Ava will and how Connor already has. Mm -hmm. So it's really exciting to kind of see them in their own person and how they're going to mold our lifestyle into their own lifestyle, if that makes sense. Yeah, I love that. And your son, he's so compassionate. He's the sweetest, sweetest little boy and has the sweetest soul. And I love it. I just love you talking about them. My son has the same journey as your daughter because he's never, ever experienced life outside of being vegan. You know, he does question when other people in our family, not like our immediate family at home, but you know, other people when we're at dinner and stuff, even just his grandma or whatever, why does she eat meat? And so definitely like a way to have that conversation with him because obviously at school and everything he's going to experience, we don't live in this bubble at our house, even though often it feels like that when we never leave. It is, it's a neat way to have like those conversations with them when they're young and have them start to develop. We made that choice for him, but now he's really continuing that choice himself. Yeah. We definitely experienced that with Gabe as well, because when he was born, you know, for the first three, two and a half, three years, we weren't vegan. So he did, you know, consume animal products and whatnot. So to transition him over, like we didn't want to, it was, it was just a hard transition at first, but now like seeing him become compassionate and you don't want to shame other people. Like when we're out Mm -hmm. and you're like, why is grandpa eating a cow or, you know, what you don't want to say, Oh, you just have to word things Mm -hmm. in a way that makes sense. And they understand, but you don't want them to shame. You don't want them to, you know, shame other people. Mm -hmm. Like everyone is free to make their own choices. And that's, 
that we tell them, you know, we make our choice to do things a certain way. And, you know, grandpa is free to make his choice to do things his way. And he understands why we do things the way we do. And he, he's growing up to understand, like in his mind, like it's sad where, you know, milk comes from. Like he knows, like he's watched some documentaries with us and um, he's old enough to understand, but still young enough to have that like sweet, naive to a certain extent. So it like his little mind, like when he thinks about things, it's really exciting and cute to watch, I guess. I really like how you framed ways to be respectful for your kids, especially I really like how you kind of described how you did it with each of your kids, considering their ages and things like that. Being someone that has tried all kinds of different eating modalities and somebody that wants to support their kids with whatever they choose. And I want them to learn how to be respectful friends as well, because I want them to understand their friends too. I want them to understand that they shouldn't shame as much as you're telling your children don't shame because you know of you eating or not eating meat I want the same for my children I don't want them to make fun of somebody or see that as a characteristic that pulls somebody away from them so it was really nice to hear about your family and some things you guys do together to like frame that language and stuff like that we we really try with them like we don't want to be like pushy vegans or like Mm. oh you have to do this or you have to do that like we go to plenty like potlucks or like even around the holidays like we go over to family and we only take vegan dishes and either people like them or they don't or they eat them and they have no idea but like we don't expect people to go out of their way to to accommodate <laughs> us and some people do some don't and it's totally fine like you know the, and the kids know like eat before you go and this is what we're bringing like what what are you going to want to eat while we're there and that's kind of mm-hmm. how kind cakes came to be as well so mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure there was something that they would be able to eat our journey is taking different turns and led us to where we are now and my family loves your business <laughs> they love your product. <laughs> Thank you. Your cupcakes are awesome. We've had them for date nights. I know Jess and her husband, Jared, who's been on the podcast as well. Um, he's got a nice episode too about his vegan journey, mm-hmm. but uh, they brought your cupcakes over just for date night. And my husband and I love them. And my husband kind of growing up with a really basic diet and I growing up with more of a, you know, try it first kind of diet. It was good to one of his first like strictly vegan desserts that he loved was one of your cupcakes. So why don't you tell everybody about Kind Cakes, where you're located, just kind of like the quick Google search of you. All right. So I'm a home-based company, Kind Cakes. I do have a full website, Facebook page, Instagram. I'm here on Cuyahoga Falls. I take local orders. I can deliver Akron, Canton, a little bit further north as well. But yeah, and honestly, most of my repeat customers honestly aren't vegan. I do have Jess and and a (laughs) other handful that are, but um, a lot of my repeat customers aren't vegan. They just really like the product. And I think that kind of speaks volumes as well. Like I advertise as a vegan company, but sometimes that turns people off. Like I've been at a Mm -hmm. few um, vendor shows and like, Ooh, no, thank you. I'm like, try it. You like, you really won't tell the difference. And then they do. And they're like, Oh, actually, yeah, they are pretty good. And they're amazing. So it's exciting Mm -hmm. to get great products products. And I will say that because I do stand behind them (laughs) Mm -hmm. out there and kind of get that bad taste that people might have of vegan food, like out of their head when they taste something like just because it's vegan doesn't mean it's, you know, just kale or grass. Like there is sugar in there. (laughs) 
there is, you know, it is, there might be sprouted things, (laughs) but it's better that way. Right. Like it's definitely not health food, this particular, you know, the cupcakes, but they are vegan and the ingredients are certified vegan. So it's good to get that out there. It feels good. Can you share with us some of your like specialty treats and products? Like some of the things that I know I've had (laughs) Jess's favorites. Can we just maybe talk about what you're really good at making and what are your best sellers are that kind of stuff. So Jess's favorites, double chocolate. And that is actually (laughs) one of the best sellers. It's um, a really moist chocolate cake with a dark chocolate buttercream. Um, One of my big sellers that people like the cookies and cream that's really popular with kids. And also I've had lots of orders. It's not on my menu. Somebody had asked for it and it just kind of snowball effect is a double peanut butter. It's a peanut butter cake with a peanut butter icing. I sell a lot of those. I actually have orders for Valentine's day for that particular cupcake. So I have that and I have a few things that I'm hoping to roll out. Actually in the next couple of days, I actually have some DIY build it yourself sugar cookie boxes coming out. Those will be on the website, just little undecorated created sugar cookies with little baggies of sprinkles and buttercream, something fun for the kids to do. So nice. I'm so excited that you're coming out with those cookie boxes because I've purchased them before from another neighborhood mom (laughs) that were not as clean and organic, but I was just, when it's entertainment time (laughs) and baking, Natalie tends to cut corners. So that's okay. knowing that you have a vegan one available is really exciting. I know my kids love doing stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I love to give them the baking experience because they don't really get it from me. So they have to get it from somebody that knows what they're doing. And you really, really know what you're doing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, my family adores everything you produce because <laughs> you always give us samples of stuff like, oh, I just made this, try this. And <laughs> Oh, it's so good. And, you know, we buy the cupcakes for everything, like anything that I need something for, I order them. And you reminded me to put in my Valentine's day order. So, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and you reminded me, I wanted to ask about muffins. Oh yes. Yep, that's so, what I was just about to, to I wanted to, to ask yeah. about muffins because I am a sucker for a blueberry, anything mm-hmm. that I don't know what that is about, but I'm a Same. sucker for blueberry, everything. <laughs> so if you have blueberry muffins, I do, um, I need to put in a good order for those. <laughs> and that's another thing. Actually muffins came to be just really quick, but, um, somebody had messaged me and asked me, she does a book club. I think she'll actually be on here next couple of weeks or so, but she was doing um, a book club and she asked, you know, Hey, could you do a muffin basket by any chance? And I'm like, well, I don't have them on my menu, but I do make them for my family. So I'd be more than happy to, she's like, you know, if you could, that would be great. So I did a blueberry crumb, a cinnamon crumble and a banana walnut. And she loved them. And she's like, you know, definitely need to sell these. So I put those out there and those were actually a really big seller around the holidays. You know, you don't want to bake, you know, Thanksgiving morning because you're already baking all day. So um, muffin orders actually really picked up around the holidays. So I do have those as well. The nice big jumbo ones. And that's one of the things I actually gave mm. Jess. I'm like, will you just try this and tell me if it's any good? And then she Ooh, ended up placing an order. <laughs> well, it was the only thing my husband requested for his 40th birthday. I was like, okay, <laughs> it's a big birthday. What do you want? And that was the only thing he said he wanted. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> those muffins from you. So I said, okay, (laughs) so we did it. So that's why I was actually going to bring those up before you did Natalie about how great her muffins are. And yeah, I love trying out all your new stuff and I'm just so happy for your success and 
just the fact that we have the ability to have those things as a family. I feel like my son doesn't miss out on anything. Like there's nothing that he's going to be like, man, I really want to know what ice cream tastes like. Like we have all that stuff. I mean, he, he gets to eat everything. Like I can't think of anything that we even have vegan jerky. There's nothing that he could want that we don't have, which is incredible because when I started my journey, it was not like that. I, I did not have stuff to try. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so that makes me very happy for him. And I think that's what will help other people to be able to make those choices and sustain them because you have that ability. You don't have to be like, well, I can never have this again. It's not like restrictive anymore. I totally agree with that. Deanna, my question for you is if you had to pick your top three, love the green life characteristics, what would they be? I mean, baking has to be on there. That is what I most admire about you is your vegan baking abilities. I can't even bake under normal sad circumstances. So... (laughs) All right. So I would say the first one for sure has to do with my baking and spreading that vegan goodness with other people. I've had many people, like I said before, that aren't vegan that love that. So being able to get a vegan product into somebody else's home, like that feels really good to me. So that, and then also we like to garden last year really upped our game. And I don't know that we had to buy much produce at all. We grew so many tomatoes and peppers and herbs, and we just overabundant. So garden gardening. We really like to do that. It's kind of my husband's thing. He goes out there and he'll like prune his plants and I'm not allowed to touch them. He does the watering and whatever. (laughs) And then also getting the kids involved, like Gabe, he loves like recycling. Like anytime he uses anything, he's like, what number is that? Does it go in the recyclable? Does it go in the trash? Passing that on to the kids. I'm not sure how you would like title that characteristic, but yeah, like raising the next green generation. I really think that's something that like, I, I really treasure or like stand by and like really, I'm really proud that we're able to do that. So I guess those would be my three characteristics. I can totally relate to like wanting to leave a legacy of just environmentally more positive practices. You know, I completely agree with you. I know when I was teaching, no matter what happened, no matter what kids I had, what I was teaching, somehow I brought in something um, that they could do to take care of their space and the environment that they live in. So um, I think a lot of us share that same value. I remember when I was in college, you know, my early twenties, I babysat every summer for the same family. They did not recycle. Recycling was not a thing really then, you know, like now my whole County offers recycling for free. You get a huge cart and it's free. You know, that like, that was not the thing we had recycling and my mom paid for it. And so I remember I would take a bag with me every single day there because they had tons of single use stuff. You know, they go to the big box membership stores and buy all kinds of stuff. So I never even had to even like cook for them. It was just preheating frozen stuff. And I would fill that bag full of stuff that I could take home to recycle. Wow. Because I like could not handle seeing it and going there. The trash. amount of waste. Yes. Just yeah. Meals. Mm-hmm. And you know, that was in, well, I graduated high school in 2002. So, you know, early 2000s. And it's just so, it's so cool to see how different it is now, but like that already, like I kind of was like teaching them without realizing it. Look at this huge bag of recycle that I'm taking with me every single day. 
And I even did that at the dance studio. Like we didn't have recycle there because they didn't have it commercially. And so I set up recycle cans all over the dance studio because everybody there would bring single use water bottles. Those would be thrown out in the trash and I would be going around. I'd empty the trash every night and I'd be going around, pulling them out of the trash, putting them in the recycle, taking them home. You know, and then I had a separate one for all the cardboard and paper because we had so much of that. And I was like, I just couldn't like I it made my stomach swirl thinking of all that stuff going to the trash. Mm-hmm. So I get it. I think that's one thing that's really cool about all of us is we all have different journeys. We all have different stories. We all have different personal reasons of why we want to do what we're doing. But at the core of it, we all want to be able to help other people live a more greener, environmentally friendly life and teach that to others. And I think that's mm-hmm. what makes us really special as an organization. Thanks for listening to the show. We would love for you to follow us, leave a review and share this podcast with your friends. Your support will help our nonprofit be able to do more good in the world. See you next time.